Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, guys, it's your boy Dylan here, and I just wanted to talk to you guys about our sponsor for today's show as we are part of the believe podcast network and that is bet online we are back and better than ever a new web interface for the rest of the nba season and more props odds and lines than ever before bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus that is b-l-e-a-v 50 to receive your bonus that is all capitalized from basketball football nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Dylan, and um, <laughs> I'm feeling a little under under the weather, so we're gonna try to do this. I don't know how it's gonna sound though, but you are tuned in to Thunder Chats. Ho! Yeah, I'm gonna fill that in about 20 minutes or so. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, you know, sorry it's been so long since I got to jump on here and do Thunder Chats. I know some people really like them, other people don't really have an opinion, but yeah, here I am back at it again. Um, <clears throat> If you guys haven't heard, the reason I haven't been doing them is because I've been having to bring the truck home a lot recently. And as much as you can hear the heater, um, me driving, the turn signal, what have you, I'm in my car for Thunder Chats, you cannot hear anything at all for as loud as the engine is in uh, the truck I drive for work. So uh, that is why we have not been doing Thunder Chats. But hey, <clears throat> here I am back at it again. And in good timing might i add and i i want to talk about like we're definitely going to cover the last game against the clippers because like it was bonkers but i'm gonna i'm gonna take some beats from the uh from the pelicans game right before that as well <clears throat> so going back to the pelicans game in which the thunder lost 113 and 110 on just a ridiculous sequence if you look at this game it was brilliant for shea uh you know we kind of talked about it on our last podcast that, you know, it looks like he was trying to break that uh, Red Shoes curse. And after thinking about it, I don't think the curse is broken. While he did have a good game, 33 points, semi-efficient shooting, 10 of 25, efficient from the three-point line, four of eight, and nine and nine from the stripe. Um, He had five rebounds, just one assist, a steal, and a block. 
Like, while he had a good stat line, I think the red shoes finally came out at the end because, as we already talked about, as you probably already know, Shea comes down, hits what would be a game-winning, ridiculous sequence of a sidestep, step back from the logo, being fouled by a guy. Who was it? Anyways, he was being fouled by one of the Pelicans defenders, and he still made the 3 nothing in that. <clears throat> and, of course... You guys know what happens next. Devontae Graham takes the ball, heaves it straight up in the air. Like, I'm talking straight up in the air from 65 feet, banks it in, and Shays would be game winner is just wiped out. And, you know, we talk all the time, you know, kind of joking, kind of serious, that, you know, this is a tanking team. Like, at the end of the day, we want to lose games. At the end of the day, the Pelicans were tied with us in terms of uh, pick odds. And we got the advantage in terms of pick odds after they beat us. So, as a tanking team, that's a win. But we also talked about how devastated Shea looked um, after making that shot. Uh, How angry he looked. How frustrated he looked. Like, he was visibly upset. And, you know, you kind of wonder in your young stars how that's going to carry over into the next game the rest of the season. And... Luckily for us, luckily for Shea, he's playing the Clippers. Which, if you guys have paid any attention to the draft lottery, the protections on picks and whatnot, uh, the Clippers is the one, one of the only teams <clears throat> that we will actively root for the Thunder to beat. And the reason is this. We own their pick this year. We own it unprotected. And, <clears throat> you know, we played them in L.A. Uh, back in... November, I want to say. We played them really close, and then Paul George went off for like 40 points, and they ended up winning the game by like three or five, and Clippers fans flooded my mentions, and, you know, it was a great time. Um, But this time, things were different. The Thunder won 104 to 103, and while Shea's stat line didn't stand out, 18 points, 8 of 16 shooting, back on that efficiency, 2 of 5 from 3, which is good for 40%. Three rebounds, six assists, one steal, only two turnovers, but no trips to the line, which is very indicative of how Shea played this game. I made a note very early in the game. Shea was being very passive. I don't think he took his first shot until the second quarter, and he took like five of them in the second quarter. It took him a very long time to get off his first shot, looking for his teammates early, looking to get them going. And you know what? He kind of accomplished that. Because Lou Dort, despite, you know, what we're going to talk about with Shea, what we're going to talk about with Giddy, um, Lou Dort kind of gets overshadowed. He had 29 points on a very efficient 12 of 19 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3, 1 of 1 from the stripe, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, <clears throat> and just absolutely becoming a game wrecker on the offensive end. Like, never mind the 4 of 8 shooting from 3. Like, that's brilliant. If he's able to contribute that, on a semi-regular basis, then, I mean, Lou Dort's already far out kicked his coverage when it turns to, well, in terms to where he was drafted because he wasn't drafted. He came on as an undrafted free agent, as you guys well know. But if he continues to do this, he's going to become a, like, legitimate top 50 player in this league. And that, that's all I'm going to say. Like, you know, I'm, I'm very – Excited from Lou Dort. You know, we talk about his shooting. <clears throat> That's why I said, you know, it's not just about his shooting. It's about his finishing. And, you know, he definitely put a point of emphasis on his finishing in the offseason. 
Uh, we've seen him do it over bigger defenders all year long, and it was just more of the same tonight against the Clippers. And very excited to watch Lee Dorton his progression. Um, you know, he had a rough start in October, and ever since then, uh, it looks. I mean, and the floodgates have been open for Lee Dort. Um, before we get back into Shea and the end of the game and what happened, uh, Josh Giddy had himself an absolute performance. And I'm going to pause so I can cough my head off. <coughs> yeah, I hate allergies. All right, so Josh Giddy had a phenomenal performance. Phenomenal. 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 There you go. I got there. Uh, eight points. <coughs> 10 assists, four turnovers, but 18 rebounds. So, yeah, he had a near triple-double. <clears throat> he had a couple shots there at the end to try to get that final two points. Um, his stat line shooting was not great, 414 shooting, 0-1 from deep. Um, but that 18 rebounds is a all-time Thunder rookie high for Josh Giddy. So, despite the fact that he didn't get his triple-double, he still just he, – he made his impact on the game in other ways. 18 rebounds for a rookie that many people label as a guard is just insane. It's just absolutely insane. So, shout out Josh Giddy. I know that triple-double is coming soon, man. Don't don't worry about it. Don't don't fret. Um, and before we get to the end of the game, I do want to mention Poku and Trey Mann off the bench were masterful. Trey Mann is becoming a absolute – weapon off the bench 11 points three rebounds one assist one block and this guy hit four of eight shooting three of three from deep and hit him in the step back variety he hit basically like a touch pass touch or not even touch pass because Shay Shay drove in and kicked it to him it was like a touch shot as soon as that ball hit his hands he flipped it up like it 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 was so quick it looked like it was a touch pass but, like, he was shooting it <clears throat> at, the, at the end of the uh, first quarter, I believe, is when it happened. And, I mean, Trey Mann, you could just see him starting to get more comfortable with every game that he plays. Uh, he can create any amount of space that he wants to. He had Bledsoe reaching for anything in sight on a ridiculous step-back three in which when you freeze frame it, his uh, right shin is completely parallel with the gym floor. And for him to come back, compose himself, and make that three is just just ridiculous. Like I said, we've got a real weapon in Trey Mann. And it's just his rookie year. That's all I'm saying. Wait until he puts some weight on. <clears throat> you know, wait till he um, gets better at driving and finishing. He's going to be a monster. He's going to be a monster. And then Poku. Like I said, Poku had a great game. In only nine minutes of action, Poku put up ten points and five rebounds. He shot four of six from the field, one of two from deep, one of two from the stripe. And Poku just came in and did work, man. He had a couple uh, big dunks, nice finishes at the rim. Of course, he hit the three. <clears throat> and, I mean, like I said, man, 90 minutes, nine minutes of action, if you can get ten points, like that's Mike Muscala numbers right there, which, you know, Moose didn't do great today in terms of scoring the ball or anything like that. But, like, usually Moose comes in and scores about a point for every minute he's on the floor. So, Shout out Poku, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he can really, like, break out and shake off that rust that he's had really all season. And, you know, a lot of people <clears throat> are quick to point out to, it might be him going to the blue that has, you know, 
kind of shaped this uh, change of play from Poku because we've seen it before. Poku goes plays with the G League, plays in the G League bubble, comes back a brand new player. And if that's the case, man, <clears throat> I'm really excited. Also, if that's the case, then I see no reason why we don't send Darius Baisley to the blue. You know, Bays had a fine game. 10 points, 3 of 8 shooting, 1 of 3 from deep, 3 of 5 from the stripe, 2 rebounds, 2 blocks. <clears throat> he did come off the bench for the first time all year. But like I said, man, like, I wouldn't mind seeing Bays in the G League. Like, just like one game. Like, he's not, <clears throat> in my eyes, like Dort and Shea, yeah, they're, those are the young guys that kind of have a leg up on everybody. I don't think Baisley – I don't think it's fair to say Baisley has a leg up on guys like Trey Mann and Pokoshevsky. Like, he should not be above going to the G League. That's all I got to say about it. So, hopefully, you know, he gets some run there. Uh, he can get some confidence. You know, or maybe, you know, he could just go show out and get it out of the system, chuck up some shots. I'd just, I'd just like to see Baisley, you know, kind of come into his own more this season. Um, we've seen flashes. But we've also seen flashes from Poku. So I'd just like to, you know, see him go to the G League and maybe it he's able to put together a consistent performance to finish out the season. All right, I buried the lead long enough, man. We're going back to Shea. At the end of the game, uh, Clippers come down. They, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, the Clippers are up 103. Oh, let me see here. I'm sorry. I got to make sure I got this right. Okay. Well, okay. So the Thunder are down four. <clears throat> There's about, I want to say like 30, 40 seconds left in the game. They inbound the ball to Shea. Shea wastes no time. He stops at the three-point line, make him think that he's going to try to get a three, drives right past his man, gets to the lane, honestly gets fouled. They don't call it. He finishes the layup through contact. And immediately gets back on defense. The Thunder going to full court press down two. Okay. So they inbound the ball. Don't remember exactly who got the ball, but they were doubled immediately, causing them to throw the ball back to Justice Winslow, who I believe was the inbounder. And Shea immediately fouls Justice Winslow. Now, for those of you who don't know, like myself, um, Justice Winslow is a 50% free throw shooter on the season. So, Shea knew – Shea read a scouting report. He knew who they wanted at the line, and he did so by putting him at the line. After he found him, he kind of pumped his fist. He was excited. He's like, yes, it's working. So, Justice Winslow goes to the line, misses the first one, misses the second. Who gets the rebound? Shea Gildas Alexander. Gets the rebound, calls timeout immediately. All right. Then, <clears throat> comes down the other end, off the inbound, Fakes the drive on Batum, steps back, leaves Batum in the dust. I said that I thought Batum just kind of gave up on the play and just, like, as a disrespect to Shea. Um, But upon further review and a million opinions on Twitter, uh, Shea's move actually created that space. So Shea created the space with a step back, pulls up from three, just drains it. The stadium goes nuts. His teammates rush the floor. Shea starts trying to do a Lamar Odom dance. Uh, His teammates are trying to crowd him. I mean, I've never seen the kid so happy. And just speaking on his character, uh, Nick Gallo goes to interview him in the game, and he just goes to give love to his teammates. Talks about Lou. 
Uh, talks about Trey. Talks about Baisley. Talks about Giddy. Like he he goes to just talk about his teammates. He doesn't want to have the spotlight on himself in that moment. He wants to share the spotlight with his teammates, and I think that's really special out of a young kid. Um, I made the note on Twitter actually that Shea made a three. He made a step back three, I think, over Zubak in like the third quarter, I believe. And as he made the shot, he came down the other end. I think the Clippers called timeout, so he was walking down the other end already and he put both of his hands together looked up to the sky and said thank you god and this isn't a religious thing or anything like that it's just shay expressing relief i made the note that he knows he's slumping he knows that he's you know had a hard time shooting the ball specifically as three after he went on that hot stretch earlier in the year and you know like i also said on twitter i'm gonna ride this guy to the wheels fall off He's going to correct it. Like he's going to move past it. And, you know, hitting a game-winning shot after just losing off a ridiculous sequence the game prior to when you hit another game-winning shot, um, I think is enough to kind of boost your confidence uh, going into the next game and maybe throughout the season. So super happy for Shea, super happy for the team. You know, we, we got the W on the Clippers, the team that we're allowed to beat. And, uh, yeah, we play tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies back in Memphis. Famously, the last time that we faced off against the Memphis Grizzlies, um, we lost by a <clears throat> NBA record 73 points. Um, less famously, in that game, we did not have Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Giddy, Kenrich Williams, Derek Favors, and I believe – no, Mike McScala played. Yeah, so four of our – I'd say six best players probably <clears throat> were missing from that game, but nobody wants to talk about that when they talk about the record. They just want to, you know, point out the record, which, hey, I get it. Like, it, it was a bad showing, and, you know, poor Lou Dort was out there doing all he could, but he didn't have any help. Um, it was just a bad night for the team in general. Uh, great for the tank. I mean, I laughed. Like, full disclosure, I laughed when it happened. Like, I just thought it was funny. But, you know, <clears throat> I don't think the team loved it. <laughs> I definitely don't think Shea loved it. So I think that tonight the redemption continues. Um, you know, talk about the redemption of Shea missing or <laughs> getting one up on his game winner against the Pelicans to hitting the game winner against the Clippers. Um, I think that Shea is going to go in to Memphis and prove that, hey, I would have made the difference. Giddy's going to get on and improve and say, hey, I would have made the difference. And, yeah, I know the Grizzlies don't have John Morant, too, but, you know, when you're missing four of your best players compared to your one, Jaron Jackson Jr. is still, like, head and shoulders above anybody else on our roster, um, I believe. I mean, you know, aside from, like, Shea, obviously. That's 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 what I mean. <clears throat> so they still had the leg up there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how the Thunder bounce back and try to knock that game out of everybody's minds the best that they can. So there you have it, guys. I'm about to pull up to work. I um, appreciate you guys for listening. appreciate your all support um, throughout the season um, with our group pods and, of course, the Thunder Chats pods. Uh, one more time, I'll throw out my voice so I can say thank you for tuning in to Thunder Chats. Ho! <coughs> okay, I need to go take a cough drop. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. 
Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKCTopicThunder. Thunder up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.